Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. The devil is a liar this morning. We're going to give our God the praise anyhow. Because we know that he will make a way somehow. Put your hands together. Let's give this God a standing ovation. Isn't he worthy? Isn't he worthy? He's just a wonderful God. He's just an awesome God. And I'm so glad that he'll make a way somehow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There have been times I needed Jesus to make a way for me. And somehow, in some way, he made a way for me. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Praise the Lord once again, everybody. This morning, the Greater Bethlehem Temple Radio Choir will come with our first selection. Hallelujah. All right, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Put your hands together for your choir. This is the Greater Bethlehem Temple Radio Choir.
Greater Bethlehem Temple Radio Choir, followed by our own pastor, Bishop Philip Coleman, Sr. If you would please, all fathers remain standing, all fathers. All fathers remain standing, if you would. This next song that we are about to present to you is in honor of all fathers. And it's simply entitled, Order My Steps in Your Word. Order My Steps, Lord. For I found that there's nothing more important today than the example of a father. And as being a father in a house, you have to make straight path before your feet. For the Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So we bring forth this song today in order of you fathers. Sing, order my steps in your word. Order my steps each and every day. Order my steps so that my children may know how to walk. So that my community may see Christ in me. So that on my job they may know I'm walking for God. Today, order my steps, Lord, in your word. Pray for us in Jesus' name.
pastor asked me to read a passage of scripture coming from 1 John. And he called it a tribute to the Father. This is a passage of scripture was written by old man, Apostle John, in his elderly age. Father has a great responsibility. John written that we may not forget it. Second chapter, 1 John, verse 12. I write unto you, little children, because your name, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because ye have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because ye have known the Father. I have written unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because ye are strong. The word of God abideth in you. Ye have overcome the wicked one. Bishop Coleman. Let us receive him as he comes. Let us welcome him. And let us say happy Father Day, Bishop Coleman. We know he's the father of 14, but spiritually, he's the father of thousands because God has blessed him over the years. Let us receive him. Speaking to the fathers that are married, 
I'm not speaking to those that got a child here in yonder. Amen. God, I want you to know that now. You, you, you can't stand up or go. You, you, you. Amen. That's the reproach upon fathers. I'm talking about a real father. Amen. That's married and got children. Amen. Happy Father's Day to you. Amen. Amen. Same thing applies to mothers on Mother's Day. Amen. So we thank God for his goodness and for his good for his great love. Amen. I said some time ago that uh, well I won't go into that because we don't have too much time on the air. Amen. I want you to try with me brief as God will bless us on today. Turn with me to the book of Timothy. I wish not to be before you long. I wish. I know you wish. First Timothy, the fourth chapter. Beginning with the first verse. In the book of Jude, the last chapter of Jude. Or the first chapter. The third verse. First John, the fourth chapter. And the first verse. First Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verse 58, Ephesians chapter 4. I want to use for a subject very hard and different. A subject that you won't soon forget. A subject that you can tell somebody about it. 
away next year. The subject is one worry. Psalm. S-O-M-E. Psalm. Let everybody say Psalm. But there is a topic, a subtopic, on Christ the solid rock, I stand. The title of the song, but I'm making a topic out of it for the church. On Christ the solid rock, I stand. All other ground. When I said all, I mean all. All other ground is sinking sand. If you ain't on Christ, if your belief and your stand is not on Christ. If you haven't been baptized in water, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission or the removing of sin, you are on sinking sand. I don't care who you are, I'm forgetting about the denomination. I care nothing about the church of God in Christ. Because you're not, if you ain't been baptized in Jesus' name. We are the original. And God gave us that name, we didn't inherit somewhere else. We are the church of God in Christ. You got the building, but we got him inside of us. Y'all gonna pray for me? I'm preaching sound doctrine. And I'm declaring today all other ground. I don't care who and where. Hallelujah. All other ground is sinking sand. Oh, hallelujah. I feel like talking about it. Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed because Jesus only. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I dare you to preach this gospel like the apostles preached it. Hallelujah. God will come in and mix it with power. Everyone got power. Oh, Katama. Hallelujah. Uh, call me what you want to. 
but on Christ. Hallelujah. I'm on Christ. The solid rock. He is that rock. Oh, yes, he is. He is that rock. Hallelujah. Solid rock. I stand on him today. I stand on him declaring that everything else is sinking sand. He's that rock that was rolling through Babylon. Hallelujah. When he stopped to roll and nobody could stop him. As he would roll, he would tap down the kingdom of the world. Hallelujah. Not only would he ground you into mincemeat, but he'll ground you into powder. I'm talking about Christ. Hallelujah. I want the world and all. I'm standing on him. But in the book of Peter, in the book of First Timothy, the fourth chapter, it says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time some, some, not all, but some, shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrine of devils. Hallelujah. Some shall depart, not all. Hallelujah. But that's why the Lord said they may depart, but on Christ. Hallelujah. The solid rock, I'll stand. Now Jude said that we should contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. He didn't call you no church of God in Christ. Hallelujah. Just for a name. Somebody taking the church of God in Christ Amen. Hide behind the name and don't know what it's all about. But I'm so glad I'm a church of God in Christ. I don't know what to do. Did y'all hear me what I said? I'm so glad that I'm a church of God in Christ that I don't know what to do. So when I talk about the church of God in Christ, I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about what I mean. Amen. For this is the church of God in Christ. Been baptized in water in the name of Jesus. Filled with the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in another language. Hallelujah. How many got the Holy Ghost? Oh Lord have mercy. How many really got it? Oh Brother Clark, why don't you got your hand up? You, you ain't got it no longer. Put your hand up if you got it. But if you ain't got it, go to the secret room. Come on here now. Oh, I ain't looked up here in my preachers. How many of y'all got the Holy Ghost speaking in tongue up here? Huh? If you ain't got it, there's a place downstairs. And you shouldn't come back until you were found talking in tongue down there. Amen. 
How many have been baptized in water in Jesus' name? Lord have mercy. How many, how many in here have been baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost? Oh, I don't see many hands. But you ain't been baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost until you're baptized in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Huh? I've been baptized in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. For he is the Father. He is the Son. He is the Holy Ghost. When I got the Father, I got the Son. When I got the Son, I got the Father. When I got the Father, I got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Say again. He is Father. Not was, but he is. Father in creation. And the Father made everything. Oh, I just feel like preaching. Oh, yes, yes, I still feel like preaching. Amen. I want to write the division and make it plain. He's Father in creation. He's the same one say, let there be light. in there was light. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He's the same one. Hallelujah. He's the one same one say, let us make man. In our image, in our likeness, he's the same one. Oh, hallelujah. Father in creation, son in redemption, took on the nature of man. Hallelujah. And came down here as a son, threatened to the channel of Mary. Hallelujah. Was just a little child was called the Son of God. Hallelujah. Father and the Son. But look at here after he died. After he ascended back upon high. The Bible say he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto man. He said to his disciples in his expedient that I go away. If I don't go away, the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, will not come. But when he ascended, hallelujah, a few days after, something came down. It was called the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I say the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost is in the church now. So, if you got two, that ain't enough. You need all three of them. So we are the original Church of God in Christ. Anybody ask you, yes, I'm Church of God in Christ. What made you? I'm Church of God in Christ. Huh? Then you're going to mix them up. We're that apostolic church. Apostolic. Teaching and preaching and practicing 
what the apostles taught, standing for what they stood for. Lord have mercy. And they wasn't hung up on the same thing that we'll be hung up on. Amen. All of this uh, division and stuff that is among us. Amen. But they went about preaching the gospel. And that's what we're going to do now. I want you to see that uh, according to the book of Timothy, the fourth chapter, we want you to take another look at that. That God may bless us. And one thing, well, I better get this straight before I start. Amen. In the book of First John, amen, the fourth chapter and the first verse, uh, there are so many that is deceived and is listening to too many different spirits. Amen. You need to stay under somebody until you learn who Jesus is. Amen. If you don't know him, you can't declare him. If you don't know him, you can't tell others about him. But this thing must be declared. Amen. I know, I know. Amen. That brother Osborne that's going to preach tonight I know you've been preaching somewhere else, but I don't know what you've been preaching. That's why that I'm saying your trial sermon is here because you were born apostolic. Hallelujah. And when you go out from here, you represent the apostles. Amen. In the thing that you are in. No other way because anything sounds good. Amen. To some people. It's not because because you know the word, but you got to know the meanings of it. Folks talk about the Holy Ghost. Can I preach a little? Baptist folks talk about the Holy Ghost and say that you need it, but God knows they don't know how it comes. They don't know it comes with the evidence of speaking in tongues. In other denominations, the same thing. But when you speak of the Holy Ghost, you should have some type of knowledge of what the Holy Ghost is all about and what part the Holy Ghost will play when it comes into your life. How it takes control. That's why the Bible says your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost contains. It leads you. It guides you. It corrects you. It gives you strength. It's not designed just to make you shout. you got to go through something. You've got to have some experience. You've got to stand something. You've got to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You've got to have wisdom as the Holy Ghost leads you. It's not designed to just make you run. You can run after you've understood the test. Not running from the test, but running into it. Hallelujah. Knowing that Jesus is my defense. If I run anywhere, I'm going to run to Jesus. Hallelujah. He'll be able to help you when we don't know which way to go. And we can't go no further. He said, stop. My grace is sufficient for thee, and my strength is made perfect to weakness. Get another hope, reach up and get renewed 
ain't gonna run no more. I'm not gonna back up, but I'm coming forward with everything I've got in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Now come to me. Glory! Hallelujah! Some, some, I'm gonna take down. Some, gonna become cowards. Some. Psalmist told the devil on Christ. I said, Son, not everybody but some has declared and made up in their mind. Though that test is, it's very hard. They may not have everything in this life they desire. They may not fight off of that job. Their home was took away from them. They lost their automobile. They lost their husband or wife. But yet they had that determination on Christ. Lord have mercy. I'm not going to move. I'm not going to let nothing shake me to make me break my hold. You may shake me, but I'm going deeper. Hallelujah. Hold on, Christ. Hallelujah. On Christ. The solid rock. I stand. I don't know about you. When things get rough, you may take off. When things get rough, you may become a coward. But I made up in my mind. If you don't go, if you deny, some shall depart from the faith. But I made up in my mind. Oh, Christ, Lord have mercy. 
you can be saved if you go according to the scripture. Ah, I'm not trying to match up with that church in Chicago by three and four and five thousand people. That's more than one man can handle. Lord have mercy. I'm talking about in this Holy Ghost age. Hallelujah. One service right after another. God only give you enough people where you will be able to watch over them. Hallelujah. When the way is easy, everything can flock in. There will be wolves among the sheep and you can't tell them apart. There will be times that you don't even know the sheep is there because of the multitude. Hallelujah. But I want you to know that when Jesus comes, he's coming after church. Amen. That represents him. Amen. You ain't right yet. You ain't ready for heaven yet. You'll be like Peter. If you ain't strong in the Holy Ghost, you will curse. Your words will be perfect. Fame. Your word will be filled with corruption. And you not only will do that, you will fight. So God got you here. Knowing you're out of nature, he got you here for a purpose. To trim you and to clean you up. He know you ain't ready for heaven. Some of you will even lie. Some of you will even steal. But I hope to God you ain't stealing out of the church. Hallelujah. But some will steal even from each other. But let me tell you, your conscience will get a hold of you. And your conscience will come damn you. Amen. You may not be able to restore what you have stolen. But God gave your conscience. When you think that nobody see you, your conscience and mind will tell you, along with the Holy Ghost, go and confess. You didn't put all that money back that you stole from God. You didn't tell your husband you went in his pocket and you stole money out of his billfold just because he couldn't miss it. You didn't tell the wife you stole from her. The children didn't confess. But when the Holy Ghost, if you got it, hallelujah, not if you had it, but if you got it, it doesn't leave you time you do wrong. It doesn't vanish away. But God strive with you in every way you go. You are under condemnation. Hallelujah. And God said, if your conscience condemn you, he is greater than your conscience. Hallelujah. Let me preach a little bit. So many of you all, the devil is the only way to hell with you. It's because you don't believe in confessing. It's going to be too late when you stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account of the deeds done in your body. You confess, put in the cover of yourself. I'm not talking about admit. I'm talking about confess. What you feel? 
feel the preacher don't know. What you feel the pastor don't know. You open yourself. I've done this and so. I'm sorry. I don't want to do it no more. I'm repenting of what I did. Of what I said. Please pray for me. That God will help me. That God will create in me. A clean heart. And renew the right spirit. That is in me. God is tired. I say God is tired. Of hypocrites. You are not a hypocrite. Because you committed sin. You are a hypocrite. Because you try to cover it up. And I collect nothing that's wrong with you. You are a hypocrite. When you know something's wrong with you. And you dance and shout. How can you dance and shout. With weights on you. You is a pretender. You ought to be found. At the altar, you ought to be found crying out to God that God will look on you, that God will change you, that God will have mercy upon you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beloved, believe. Not every spirit. The devil, the enemy, is speaking to people and they say it's God. The enemy is speaking to them. Tell them you don't need to confess. Then you hell bow. He that covered his sin shall not prosper. You can't prosper. You can't run with a lot of weights on you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to recall something. Lord help us. Hallelujah. Some of you went on that retreat. It ain't done no good. Come on now. It ought to be done change something. You had time to think and to pray. You went there with weights on you. You came back with greater weights. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm going to preach a little bit. Hallelujah. I thought you said you're supposed to shake them off. Oh, hallelujah. Maybe some did, but some didn't. You need to go back. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost, the retreat, didn't supposed to be like Christmas Day. After Christmas Day, everything is over with. Hallelujah. The toys get old. The food and everything, the excitement is gone after Christmas. Hallelujah. And you're right back where you start. Not so. You go on a retreat and you confess. You say, I want you to pray for me, sister, because there ain't no brothers there. I want you to pray. Listen, I know my spirit ain't right. My husband is at home, so I'm not going to try to lay everything on him. But I want God to help me where I'll be able to help my husband. 
where I can be a light to him. And I thought, this is wrong with me, and that's wrong with me. Amen. My husband just can't get along with me, and he put it on me. Amen. I want y'all to pray for me. Amen. I want you to fast with me. Now, don't tell me God won't help you. Don't tell me that this won't make you different. Don't tell me that won't make you stronger. Oh, yes, it will. But you need to go back. Amen. If, if, the, if uh, the doctor will give you one description, prescription, uh, trying to diagnose your case, uh, come sometime he tries things. Uh, amen. And the first one may not do no good, uh, but he lets you keep it for days. Uh, and he changes you over on something else. Uh, hallelujah. And by experimenting, uh, he's going to reach the point after a while. Uh, the thing that will do you some good. Amen. The same way when it comes to God. Sometimes you go to others and try to get them. Amen. And reason with them. And trying to tell them your trouble. But let me tell you one thing. The devil got you so blind. When you do confess it, everybody know it. And you can't get yourself right. Because once you stumble and fall, you never straighten up with people sometimes. They're going to always know you may be right with God. But some going to look at you cross-eyed. Some going to look at you cock-eyed. Some going to see you always walking bent over. When God done forgave you, it's better to fall into the hands of God. It's better to let God know about your problem than to go spreading it everywhere. Hallelujah. Dr. McLaughlin can't help you when it's time for the pastor to help you. Dr. McLaughlin may spread it. Dr. McLaughlin may not know what to do. But when you done told everybody and haven't told the pastor, you just like you was before you told anybody. You ain't got good sense to spread your business everywhere when some ain't gonna forgive you no way. When some gonna think wash you down, you never get up no more. But I'm glad there is a forgiving God. I'm glad there's a God. I'm glad that God said, whosoever confesses and forgives, whosoever confesses and turn around, turn away from what you down. Him, God will have mercy upon Hallelujah. The latter days, some shall depart on their faith. You ain't been disfellowship openly. But as far as God concerned, you're already out of the church. You hypocrites. Now you ought to seek to try to get back here. Because it's not God's will that you should perish. That's the reason. We look on people down there on Ferris Street. Lord. Those prostitutes. You see them with these short dresses on? Huh? Well, since I'm on that. I just wait to see what the Lord giving me right now. Since I brought it up. You that are saved, you're paying. 
that are saved will let your daughters come to church with just about many skirts on. Don't you know you represent him? Don't you know somebody gonna look at that likeness? Well, they just a child. How big is a child? With those big naked hips, knees, short dresses. If you saw them down there on the corner, what would you call them with their lips rouged? You would say they are prostitutes. There are prostitutes in the church, so to speak. You may not be selling your body, but you dressed as a prostitute. You don't supposed to be like that. The Bible said, train your children up. Hallelujah. My girl used to come out with short dresses on. I said, everybody ready for church? Yes, we're ready. I said, you ready? You ain't going to church with that on. You don't look at them. Well, they is unsaved. God's going to get you because they is under your roof. You're supposed to tell them, look, honey, I can't let you go like that. I represent God. I'm not going to let you leave out of my house. That's a major time you make them ashamed. They ain't even ashamed now. They used to try to hide when the dressing thing was too short. They would put something before them. Hallelujah. But now, they dress way up and they even cross their legs and let you even see Father. I'm not trying to look under your dress. I don't want to see what's under your dress. I know what's under there. I got enough strength to tell you, I don't want what's under there. How can it be at that? Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even the men. Hallelujah. Oh, I know it's summertime. You wear your short Hallelujah. But I just don't fit in short pants. Hallelujah. Men don't know how to sit. You're supposed to be sitting respectful. Still sitting in the pulpit with your legs gapped all open. Leaning back, relaxing. You know the female know where they look. You know what they're looking for. You got no right to try to tip nobody. God will make you. God will fix it. God will fix you. Where you can't hide, he'll make you bustle. Where you want to hide and you can't hide. Your intestines are come down. Hallelujah. Form a pay. But you will be ashamed. To say this is my 
pride and joy. Hallelujah. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Oh, hallelujah. Young ladies should stay out of married men's faces. I said that before. The wife is there looking and listening, but there you are. The apostles' doctrine. The older women should teach the younger to behave yourself. If you want a husband, get one. But leave somebody else's alone. Hallelujah. You don't set dinner dates with somebody else's husband or wife. Hallelujah. There is thing that God has laid on my heart. I got to do. I got to do it. I got to do it. Oh, hallelujah. We, we're getting too relaxed. We are used to it. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not preaching on no jury. Hallelujah. Because I've said before, I don't believe jury is a sin. But you can overdo anything. You can have rings on all your fingers and what you think you look like. You can paint your lips. But you ought to do it in a modest way. That you will look like this thing. Speaker. And your lips look like that dress that Sister Wayne. That's the only outstanding thing about you. You got on jewelry. You ain't doing it in a modest way. You doing it in the big broad way. You got your earrings on. There ain't no air bobs. There are rings. Hanging way down just about on your shoulder. You look like sweet Georgia Brown. Hallelujah. It should not be. Should not be. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to save the church. I'm trying to help you to see yourself that you will become ashamed of yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirit to see whether or not it is of God. Hallelujah. In the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15 and verse 58, I'm closing. But I want you to know that everybody can do sound doctrine. I'm talking about the church of God. Hallelujah. And we are in that church. There's no mistake about it. We are in the church. Some of you find out you ain't got the Holy Ghost. You need to run back to the altar. Some have been going back to the Bible and said, make your calling and election sure. Some of you say God called you to preach, but if you found out that he didn't call you to preach, go sit back where you are. Rather than a bring a reproach. 
go ahead and sit back there. Don't try to act a hypocrite. Amen. If you know you ain't right because I declare every preacher supposed to be where he can live a life where somebody can want to be like him. First Corinthians 15 and 58. Therefore, Therefore my, brethren, my brethren, those that are saved, my brethren, brothers and sisters, my brethren, be ye steadfast. Now it wasn't telling nobody that but the apostolic people. It didn't tell nobody that was just baptized in Jesus' name and didn't have no Holy Ghost to be steadfast. It wasn't telling nobody that had the Holy Ghost and didn't have the baptism in Jesus' name to be steadfast. But when you got everything you need and you don't have to be caring about with every wind of doctrine, you got the truth, you got it just like the Bible said. Now you don't no longer have to be tossed to and fro when you know you got the right thing and you build on that foundation which is Jesus Christ. It said now be steadfast. Nothing but apostolic Stalin folks uh, is to be steadfast. Uh, nothing but Jesus only folks uh, is supposed to be steadfast. Uh, it wasn't talking to nobody else. Uh, you may read the scripture, but it wasn't talking to you because you ain't steadfast. Uh, you ain't built on that solid rock. Uh, you don't have the baptism uh, and the Holy Ghost. Uh, but when you get it now, uh, you don't let nothing else shake you. Uh, he said, be steadfast. Unmovable. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. That what? For as much as ye know uh -huh. that your labor, your is, labor is not in vain in the Lord. When you have it like the Bible says. But that give you something else. If you don't have it like the Bible says, your labor is in vain. David said, it's vain to rise up early in the morning and to sit up late at night. Some shall depart and they've already gone. Some have departed because they have to pay tithes. You rob them. Hallelujah. Well, God knows my heart. Yes, but God say, make me first. And I'll bless you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I dare you to do what God said to you. He said, I'll bless you so I'll open the windows of heaven. But cursed is every man that violates the laws and principles of God. How can you shout? And I'm robbing too. Lord have mercy. How can you shout? And like the Federal Express, done something overnight. Pressing your mind. How can God help you if you don't be fair with yourself? I would make my way to the office with my mind made up. If God can help me and the pastor will pray for me, I'm going to make up in my mind, I'm not going to do it again. 
David done wrong. He repented for it. But he said, Lord, if you forgive me, if you just take away my sin, Lord, I promise you, I'll teach transgressors your way. I'll tell others not to do it. I'll tell others not to fall into this pit. I'll tell others not to steal from their husband or wife. Hallelujah. As I said, amen, the other night on Thursday night, my wife and I have been married 40 some odd years. I've never hit her yet. You don't have to hit a little weakling woman. And I know some of them can beat some of you men. I know that too. But I wouldn't allow them the chance. I wouldn't let them prove. Amen. Because once they know they can beat you, they'll always be on you. You'll always be on the wrong. But if you're the right kind of a husband, the right leader, take the right stand. Your words have more weight than your fists. Hallelujah. And God is right there to help you and support you from one day to another. Some, when tested get hard, some will run. But there is some that has said, no matter what, I'm going to stand. Through thick and thin, I'm going to stand. My wife was just about as poor as any wife could ever be. But she didn't run. She didn't seek other men to get something from. They never knew. They, in fact, they couldn't give her no money. A woman should be shamed with her hand open. A man come by there and put something in it. And later on, he may not tell you then, but later on, he got news for you. And make you feel obligated. Brother Caddenhead, the Lord gave me a message for the ministers. Just before you go, I was sitting there. You that has been ordained by God, and not by the organization. God told me to tell you, he didn't ordain you to punch a clock on Sunday. He ordained you to preach his word, to go forth that other man. So what I'm trying to say, God, wants you to know, is to get away from where you are. Sunday, especially, is the Lord's day. That's one day that God has set you aside, that you'll have Time to go into the hedges and highways, amen, and compel others to come, amen. So pray that God will bless you to come off of there. Pray and fast and ask your wife to help you, that God will promote you. I know God will do it. If you don't believe it's tried, God will make that boss man respect you. See, I've got a calling from God, and I've got to get away. God done told me what I got to do and I just can't rest do like Nehemiah when he was way down on in Babylon the king knew something was wrong with him but he sought the Lord if you seek him right he's going
going to hear you. He's going to make your request known by the thing that you have done. Now you can go. Hallelujah. But I know what God wants. Hallelujah. Call you young men because you're strong. It's able to go. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. May I set the record straight? It's because you're a preacher. I say you are. It don't mean you carry a briefcase around and ain't looking for no job and ain't got none. And your family's suffering. Be looking for one if you don't find one. Hallelujah. But I'm talking about somebody just don't have to have. And take it for granted what God is. Hallelujah. When I say preachers, I'm talking about nurses too, who has been called of God, who is able to convince and save a soul. One soul is important. One soul is important. If it hadn't been God, never would have got Philip out of revival. Hallelujah. And send them to the desert right. to that Ethiopian. Right. One man. Yeah. When God converted that young man and Philip was caught away back to his daily occupation. Amen. Amen. The unit went on his way rejoicing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is God's way. Yeah. Hallelujah. On the second Sunday in July, you don't preach to please mother. Hallelujah. You let God bless you with words of wisdom. You will be able to say, Lord, whatever you give me, I'm going to say it, I'm going to speak it, but I want it to be right for me. Hallelujah. He'll do it. I know you've been preaching in Hattiesburg, but you ain't never preached yet until you preach here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord have mercy. Uh, you know I feel like going on for another hour, but I'm going to quit. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, I'm, 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 I'm stirred up. Pass, Amen. And I know what God wants. Amen. Well, we're going to quit. But I want you to go back to Ephesians 4 and 1 and read that. And I wish we were still on the air. I therefore, uh -huh. the prisoner of the Lord, mm -hmm. beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation. Now listen to this now, that you walk worthy. Of the vocation. Now you can't walk worthy being a sinner. Amen. Huh? Amen. You can't walk worthy don't know where you're going. You can't walk worthy if you don't know what's right. That's true. You have to be taught first that you walk worthy of the vocation of the vocation wherewith ye are called. You're called and you're calling to holiness, the righteousness. Read with all lowliness. With all lowliness, you can't be rude in this either. You can't turn people off any kind of a way, huh? You can't get upset and run in the kitchen and slam the door. Right, Slamming the door, telling you something. 
throwing a dish down, telling you something. You curse it and you don't know it. By your production. You cursed them out when you slammed that plate down. And God said, I got the message. I know what you said. I know what it meant. That you were worthy. Of the vocation. Wherewith ye are called. All right. With all lowliness. With all lowliness. And meekness. And meekness is good. Don't God want you to be meek? Huh? What wife want to rear up against her husband? What wife want to stand shoulder to shoulder with her husband if she is bigger than he is? Come on, baby. Not in God's sight. You must come down. If anybody be a dwarf, let it be you. Let him feel that I'm taller than you. I've got the power and the authority for God gave it to me. But if the wife loved the, if the husband loved the wife, he won't try to take advantage of her. That's right. He won't try to misuse her. That's right. He won't try to abuse her. That's right, Bishop. That's right. He'll be sweet and kind to her, just like we want Jesus to be sweet and kind to us. Read. With long suffering. Long suffering. Forbearing. Look, I'm tired of you, woman. I'm tired of you, woman. I'm not going to take nothing else off of you. I'm tired of you. I've been taking off you long enough. I'm tired of you. Do you hear me? Oh, yeah. Holy woman. I'm afraid that you're going to use body. You say you got the Holy Ghost and can't control yourself? Who want to follow you? Nobody unless they the dumb ass. And don't say that ain't in the Bible. The Bible says the dumb ass speak. He's dumb and yet he's an ass. Nobody will support you in your stuff. All right, Bishop. Come on, Bishop. Good talk, Bishop. Read. I told you I'll stir it up. I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. Read. With all lowliness. With all lowliness. And meekness. And meekness. With long suffering. Long suffering. Forbearing uh -huh. one another in love. Man, don't you know? Uh, don't you know, man? Don't you know, preacher, that God told you even before then that the woman was the weaker vessel? Amen. They always that crazy. Oh yes, yes. You women can't think like a man. And God wants a man to know it and why he can go along. Because if he ain't studied you, his prayer going to be hindered. I didn't say you were stupid. There's a time we all act crazy. Why don't you say amen? You act crazy too sometimes. Amen. But because he don't know her, time she say something out of reason, he ready to shut up. You don't say that. You don't do that. Sit down. You got no business telling your wife to sit down. You got no business telling her to shut up. She ain't no child. Treat her like she's an adult. 
If you treat her like she's supposed to be treated, you won't have to tell her to shut up. That's right. She'll get shame of herself and That's shut right. up. That's right. Come on, Bishop. Now God say deal with them according to knowledge. Yeah. Somewise, every time the husband opened his mouth, they're looking for a rebuke or something very nasty or sad coming out. You need to keep your mouth closed sometimes and study their wife. Amen. Amen. I study my wife. Amen. If she leaves without cooking, I don't bother in the morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes they can get an attitude. You call them very gentle? Mary. What? You don't take one right back. Well, that's all right now. That's all right. I ain't gonna do it. You don't do that. It's all well. It's okay. That's right, Bishop. I'll tell you later. It wasn't too much no way. They rise up and you rise up too. What do you expect? What did it say in week stop? With long suffering, long suffering, forbearing, forbearing, one another in love. Yes. Endeavoring to keep the unity. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit. Of the spirit. In the Don't you want the unity of the spirit to stay in your house? Amen. To stay in the church? Amen. Don't you want us all to be on one accord? I don't know what make it, but every time I get to play or get ready to play, I don't care if he just got through with one song hit, and he's going to play the same one again. Amen. He's going to retune it. Retune it. He ought to take some time and just go through with it. Now, y'all have to tell me that because I don't know why you're doing all that. Amen. All right. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond, in the of, peace. bond of peace. Shouldn't there, we all want peace? Hallelujah. Where there's peace, there's happiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. There is. Listen. There is. Listen. Them that only got the name, and I'm sorry I'm over the air, Church of God and Christ so-called. There is. One body. That is one body. And one spirit. That is one spirit. Even as ye are called in. Even as ye are called. In one hope. In one hope. Of your calling. Of your calling. He's calling you into this one body. The same body that the apostles preached about. One body. And you can't compromise. And go to some church that believes that there's more than one. You got to stand up there and tell them, yes. but know how to tell them that there is one body. Yes. Hallelujah. When Paul said that we are all baptized into that one body, he was talking about apostolic people. Yes. Not just because you got the Holy Ghost. But because you got the Holy Ghost and been baptized in Jesus' name. 
Now you need to put this tape on the air and let them play it. My God, they need it. Come on. One Lord. One, there's one Lord. One faith. One faith, one faith. And that is the faith we preach, the apostolic doctrine. One faith. One baptism. One baptism. One. And I'm not talking about that the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about it in Jesus' name. 